It's believed more than 2,300 children have been killed in Gaza during Israel's counterattacks. Almost 5,400 more have been injured and 800 children are believed missing under rubble. The figures used by Save the Children come from Gaza Health Authorities and media reports, but it is impossible to independently verify them. Save the Children describes the civilian death toll as shockingly high and is calling for an immediate ceasefire. Jason Lee is the charity's director for the Palestinian Territory and he joins us now from Ramallah in the West Bank. Thank you for being with us, Jason. To begin with, could you give us an idea of how many children there are in Gaza and how they are suffering in this conflict? Now, look, Gaza is one of the most densely populated places on Earth. There are 2.3 million people living there and half of them are children. That means there's more than 1.1 million people living in Gaza right now. These children are facing a humanitarian catastrophe. We know that 1.4 million people, that 60% of the population, has been displaced. They fled their homes. They're now trying to find shelter in schools, in hospitals, wherever they can be to find safety. Now, these shelters are not built for that many people. The shelters are built for approximately 1,000, maybe 2,000 people, but some of them have up to 23,000 people in them now. There's no food there. There's no water in the shelters. There's no wash facilities. There's no bathrooms. The shelter that has 23,000 people, it's got 16 bathrooms. The situation facing children are dire. There's no help. There's no health care for them. Jason, hospitals are closed. Jason, what are your colleagues telling you about the kinds of injuries these children are suffering and whether they have the resources to care for them? Absolutely not. I mean, the hospitals are closed. Uh, The 12 hospitals are closed. There's no no electricity. They're running out of medical supplies. They don't have bandages. Children, uh, surgeons are being forced to do surgeries without anesthetics because they don't have any. There's no electricity. They're using the the mobile phones as flashlights to to have light in in the hospitals. You've got a situation now where there are 130 premature babies that are incubators they're at risk because there's not there's no electricity to keep them going. Patients in intensive care units um, that don't have um, the, there's no electricity to keep the, the machine, the medical equipment going. I cannot imagine the choices that any parent is having to make now, or any physician, any nurse, any doctor, as to what which patient to treat because you have no supplies, there's no space, there's no electricity, there's no water. These are decisions that every day a parent is having to make. My own team members are impacted. A lot of them have fled to the south, trying to find space. One team member tells me that they went from shelter to shelter because they were full. I cannot imagine a parent right now thinking about having to move their children when there is still airstrikes and shelling happening to keep them alive, trying to find food and water for them to keep them alive. Jason, what concerns do you have about secondary killers? And by that, I mean no clean water. And we understand that gastro diseases are becoming a problem, and particularly for young children. Yeah, we, look, we all know that young kids are more vulnerable and more susceptible to diarrhoea and, and, and gastrointestinal diseases. This is on the rise. 
when you have situations where overcrowding in shelters, no bathroom facilities, not enough water, not enough water, no, no hygiene products, this is going to spread. The sewage treatment, the, the sewage water pumps as well are not working because there's no electricity, there's no fuel, which means that raw sewage has been pumped into the Mediterranean Ocean and overflowing to the streets. We see and we are getting reports of outbreak of communicable diseases within the centres, not just the, not just the, not just the centres where people are, are trying to find shelter, but throughout the population. The death toll on kids will increase. We are at a stage where one child is killed every 13 minutes. That's one child every 13 minutes. This number will increase drastically until, unless we are able to deliver life-saving assistance right now. Kids do not have time to wait. So that is one of the things that you are asking for, aid corridors. The other is protected places. This is so people can evacuate within Gaza to a position which will not be treated as a target. How realistic are those asks, Jason? Look, the the most important thing is a ceasefire. There has been constant shelling and airstrikes, even in the south where people were told to, to, to evacuate to. My own teams were telling me that when they tried to move from north to the south, there were still airstrikes and shelling. This is why you have a huge number of children that have been killed and injured. Yesterday, 700 civilians were killed, many of them in the south, which is supposedly safe. There is no safe area in Gaza. There's nowhere for them to run. Even the shelters... Um, Civilian infrastructure, such as schools and hospitals, are protected under international law and should not be targeted. They are being hit. There is absolutely nowhere for children to go to to be safe. So it's critical that there must be a a ceasefire. There must be the stopping of all fighting. This is the only way to keep keep children safe. We must also bring in supplies. There's only a few days left of food in Gaza, in the stocks. There's not enough water. There's been 54 trucks that have, that have come in over the last three days. That's not enough. The, the first truck that came in on the first day for with, with some water, it had enough water for 1%, 1% of the population. I think we might I think we might have just lost Jason there and apologies for the patchy line but it is um lucky that we were even able to get through to him that is Jason Lee he's the director for Palestinian territories for save the children and he was speaking to us from Ramallah in the West Bank there